0: Hi, it's Dave here of the Jedi Council um, for the first of the Padawan Podcasts. Now this is hopefully going to become a regular occurrence where myself and William, my son, uh, my Padawan, um, discuss all things Star Wars. So I'm here today with William. Say hello, William. Hello. Hello. Good of you to be with us. Are you looking forward to this?
1: Uh, Yeah, slightly nervous. That's expected.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, that's expected. William has never done this before, so this is the first time we thought that, you know what, Dad does this with the rest of the Jedi Council. Let's see if William wants to give it a try. He said he does. He's quite pumped about this. He was quite excited when I first brought it up as an idea. Um, we shared the idea on Twitter yesterday, just to see what, what people might think, and there was a, a few people that commented. Thank you very much. Um... Yes, so he's, he's a little bit excited. So today we're here to to talk about the very first of the movies, um, and we might well do it this way. So first off, it is A New Hope or, or Star Wars, as far as I'm concerned, because it was it was that was what it was called when I first watched it. So A New Hope, William, from an eleven-year-old perspective, without going into too much detail, because I know that that's what you normally do. Uh, Tell me, what is the film about?
1: Some plans are stolen by the bad guy, um, no, by the good guys, who are then being chased by the bad guys for it, who are the Empire. And um, just before they can be recaptured, they're sent down to a planet where a normal farm boy um, is then um, then buys the droids who have been. Uh, captured to be resold, and um, he then finds out what it's carrying and the plans for a big secret weapon, and um, called the Desta, and he then has to um, like go on a mission with a couple of friends and. Um, he then joins the rebellion, who are fighting to say, to free the rest of the planets. A planet gets destroyed in it, and, um, and they eventually launch a, an attack, finding out what the weakness was by using the plans. And um, they do this in like the last few seconds that they've got before their base is then destroyed by this giant weapon. And um, so basically. Luke just flies in and wins, but by, um, by more luck than actually using computers.
0: Oh, by luck! Did he not use the Force? Do you think?
1: Slightly, maybe. But then he wasn't really all that developed with the Force at that point. You don't see him really use the Force except when he like is training really, and it's quite minor at that point.
0: No, that's true. But um, as, as you find out later on in the other movies, um, his father obviously was a Jedi before him, and his father was strong in the Force. And so Luke had that ability. And so when, when he sat in the cockpit of his, his X-Wing fighter towards the end of the movie, he's going down that trench run, um, and he's just about to fire his missiles, um, he hears old Ben talk to him, doesn't he? What, what does old Ben say to him?
1: Um... Trust your instincts.
0: Trust in the force is what he says. Yeah. Trust in the force. And so Luke then switches off his computer and he uses his own instincts, his own ability with the force, to fire the missiles. Rather
1: than a computer. Or the
0: torpedoes. Yes, rather than a computer. So he doesn't he doesn't need that computer because the force his ability with the Force is, is undeveloped, as you said. He's not had any training at this point, other than a little bit with a, 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 a droid. But what he has got is a natural ability to fly, which um, Biggs' dart, dart says about him. Um, you, you'll never find a better um, pilot in the outer rim. I think he's the way he gets referred to by Biggs. Um, so you know he's, he's a natural pilot, and just by using the Force and knowing when to release his torpedoes, he destroys the Death Star. Okay, so so it's, it, it sounds like it's quite a, an action-packed movie uh, about the good good people in the Rebellion, the Rebels, and the bad guys in the Empire. Who's your favourite character?
1: Oh, that's really hard, because... Can I go for like a pair of characters, like Chewbacca and Han Solo? Because, if you know what I mean, it's them together that I really like. But,
0: they come as a package. To yeah, be fair.
1: yeah, it would probably be them too, because of um, probably because of the way that no one else is like able to do anything with Chewy, and then and um, Hansel just kind of walks up to her and does everything on his own, and then the way that he um, um, he like talks about Chewy as a big beast um, and um, how he's Um, like, threatening people about how strong his, um, Wookiee is, and I think that's really funny, because, I mean, you've got a big, like, big creature, monster, if you, um, in a way, and he's, like, using it to his advantage, and, um, as a bit of a joke, in a way.
0: Yeah, he he uses it as his muscle, doesn't he? Yeah. It's like, if you've got a problem with me, then you've got a problem with the... The seven-foot-tall monster over there as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you, so you like the pair of them as a as, a, as yeah. a double act, really? Yeah. Okay. What's your favourite scene of the movie? Which which bit? I mean, there's there's lots to choose from, but my favourite scene
1: bit? is probably when um, they're um, they've just destroyed um, uh, their first four TIE fighters, um, Luke and Han Solo. And Luke and and Han Solo are then sat in the cockpit and um um Han Solo asks him a serious question and before he can even finish, Luke answers, no way are you go- um are you gonna be able to do that sort of thing? And I really like that because it's sort of like they're friends in a way. And I really like that because of the um as soon as he like says no And, um, the smile that, um, Harrison Ford, or Han Solo, then, has on his face, he has the sort of, um, joking look on his face, he's like, yeah, this is gonna be fun.
0: Ah, right, okay, I know which bit you're on about there. That's when they've just escaped from the Death Star, they've rescued the princess, as you said, they've, they've, uh, as part of the rescue, they are chased by four TIE fighters, and Han and Luke both um, shoot down the TIE Fighters. And then they're in the cockpit, and Leia has just left the cockpit, hasn't she? And yeah. Han Solo asks Luke... I, what do you think? Do you think a princess and a guy like me... No. And and because at this point, we don't know that um, Luke and Leia are twins... Spoiler alert there. Um, we, you don't know that they're going to be twins, although that's the story... And so Luke is slightly jealous of, of Han, who is this older, possibly more charismatic character, more charismatic person, more worldly wise. And so Luke's, no, 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 you don't stand a chance with her. Because Luke himself is attracted to Leia and would like Leia to, to have an interest in him. And he thinks, oh, if, if Han is going to go for her, I don't stand a chance. And so he immediately shoots down Han. I said no, 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 no she'll never be interested in you type of thing and as you said you've got that smug look on Han's face at that point because he'd set that up knowing that Luke would get a little bit texty about it so that is yes. okay that's an interesting one that isn't what I thought you'd say to be fair when you think the amount of things that happen in that movie you've got space battles, you've got um, the running battle on the uh, Death Star itself where they're being chased with lots of stormtroopers you've got the lightsaber battle between um, Obi-Wan or old Ben and Darth Vader you've then got the space battle at the end so I'm surprised that it was actually one of the humorous bits of it that was as you said it shows that there is a a relationship, a family, a friendship already between Luke and Han?
1: Um I, I think the reason for that is is that because it's like forty years ago, um, sort of thing, the the way like when the door shut or like when they turn the lightsabers on, it's slightly sketchy. But then that's sort of expected because it was that Long ago, but it just doesn't stand out as much for me. So that sort of slightly ruins it, but that's sort of expected from the age. And then
0: okay, okay. I'll, I'll interrupt you there. So because of the movie's age, you—I mean, you're, you're as you said, you're 11 years old, and you've grown up in the generation where CGI and computer-generated um, graphics that you see in various different movies is the norm these days.
1: Yeah, because if, if you just say, oh, this just came out tomorrow, and you were to see that, you'd think that is so bad for something that good, if you know what I mean. Really? Yeah, because... Yeah, if it's like four years ago, you can understand that, because they wouldn't have had CGI, but today it's like, it looks perfect, because between that, there's like a bit of a stop where they probably would have cut it and then put that
0: in. Yes, there would have been, there would have been, and I'm, I'm surprised by that, because I've always thought that one of the good things about Star Wars is the fact that, to a large part, it stood the test of time, just because... It didn't rely upon computer generated. So it, it didn't rely upon poor computer generated graphics, it didn't rely upon um, pixelation and pixelated blocky graphics. Instead, because everything is real models and real sets, the furniture yeah. is real furniture, the the scenery is real scenery other than when it's it's painted mat drops. None of it is fake.
1: No, no. I just think that You watch the latest Star Wars films, and it just looks slightly dodgy compared to it. But that's, as I said, sort of understandable. But that's just the one thing. It's like, otherwise I'd probably have gone for the, um, the, um, the... Um, like the waste disposal part because I, I think that's really funny because they're all shrieking and Hansel decides I'm going to try and blast this and it just goes whoo, 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 all the way around the thing and, and they all suddenly go duck and fall and jump to the floor and um, Leia sort of mocks him and sort of says why did you do that in a way and I just think that's really funny because Han sort of shoots before he thinks and I think that's really funny
0: that's Han all over though isn't it shoot first yeah which which yeah. is where you've got the entire spawning of who shot first hamgrida yeah.
1: yeah but still I, I think that's one of the things that um yeah apart from the fact that the monster looks like sketchy but that's a, again with the 40 years thing It just looks slightly weird.
0: Contention here. I must admit, (laughs) I didn't expect this. So, I I would put this out to the the audience here. What's the audience think? Do you think that the original movies uh, have stood the test of time? Do you think they look a little bit sketchy, a little bit dodgy, as William is saying, in this, this world of perfect graphics today? Um it would be interesting to see what your thoughts are when we move on to the more recent movies, which we're not going to cover today. No. But it would be interesting to see whether you still think some of those movies are sketchy or dodgy or whatever. The little ones
1: are... uh, Well, I haven't seen The Last Jedi yet, but I think from the other two, I think they were pretty good. I think they like... The odd thing, like, the humour slightly slipped in some of them. Like... That, like, it would be funny to begin with, and then it just kind of dropped suddenly. But apart from that, I think the the films, because they had CGI, were slightly better.
0: Right, okay. Because of the CGI. Because of the CGI. Oh, contentious here. I'd like to hear what um, Alex has to say about that, whether Alex agrees (laughs) with you. Right, okay, so... So okay, so let's 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 have a quick recap. We're discussing a new hope. Um, so far, William has given us a, a brief overview of what an eleven-year-old boy thinks of the story um, and what the story is about. Uh, very good. Um, he's then explained that his favourite characters are actually Han Solo and Chewbacca rather than just just one a single character. He, he thinks they come together. And his favourite scenes are actually more linked to the humour of the movie, the, the and, and in fact, the, the, the very first scene that you mentioned is more about the relationship between the characters and their familiarity with each other and how they get on. So, now, Alex has always referred to Star Wars as being a fantasy film in space. As opposed to a science fiction or sci-fi movie, what's your view of that? Is this is this a sci-fi movie? Is this a fantasy story?
1: Well, it's slightly in between because I mean the weapons are slightly fantasy, but the rest of it is sort of sci-fi. So it's like, and the characters are slightly fantasy. Um, in so it's like fantasy characters and their equipment in a sci-fi film which i think's quite a clever idea because if you think about it it's sort it's um it's sort of based on a sci-fi idea cuz you've got like a dark knight which is um um Darth Vader and then you've got um and then you've got like a princess like you might have in sort like um like some sort of a knight's tale or something like that and then you've also got like um and then, like, in films, um, like, the idea is, like, you have a group of friends who overcome them together, because I don't think that uh, Luke would have been able to do the last part if Han Solo would have jumped in with his Millennium Falcon and blasted two of the TIE fighters that were then tailing him in the end. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would have quite been able to do it. Not quite...
0: No, no, I agree. I agree, you needed Han Solo there at the end. No, and I, I like what you're saying there, where you've got, like, the Dark Knight, you've got a Black Knight, then you've got the Princess, the the, the, the Princess in distress, who needs re- rescuing from... Uh, I suppose in the fantasy-style movie, it's normally in a high tower or a dungeon, isn't it? And so she's taken prisoner.
1: He sort of has a bit of a weird attitude, considering the idea of that, how she's sort of very, very... Like, you see when she, um, pulls a blaster out of Luke's hand in that blaster fight, and Zoe so starts blasting them herself, and then blasts the, um, thing, and I like that, because it's like, when you see, like, um, a night Tale, you think of, like, um, the princess is all helpless, and they suddenly change the idea <laughs> You suddenly give her a blaster, and and she then takes down one or two stormtroopers on her own.
0: It's only more dangerous than Luke. Yeah, at that point, yeah.
1: He didn't. He like took out one on his own.
0: No, that's that's a good point. And that, to be fair, I'm like, uh, interesting that you should bring that up because, as you said, the film is 40 years old, 41 years old this year. So you've got a film that's 41 years ago where there were stereotypes about what gender was about. So men yeah. were this. Women were this, and as you said, you, you you were used to the idea that a princess was weak. Apologies for, for that, for any uh, viewers who may be offended by that, um, or, or listeners who may be offended by that. But at the time, women were often portrayed as weaker, as requiring a man to help them. So, as you said, the fact that she snatches the blaster off Luke and is more, more proficient in using the blaster than he is, really, um, is, is quite a good, strong role reversal. And I think that's one of the things that has stood by Star Wars throughout the entire life of its um, 40-odd years now, in that the female characters have always been strong characters. Uh Princess Leia was the original, and she was as feisty as they come she's as as strong willed as any of the men in it, able to dominate conversations, have her own opinion, people listen to her and no, that's, that's it's it's interesting that as an eleven year old kid you've picked up on that and you've realized that that is different to what you tend to to see in movies or you tend to read in film in in books um so it's interesting that you picked up on that, um, from, from your perspective. Okay. So, as you said, you, you've got the scenes where you've got Leia, who is this princess in distress who needs help to be rescued. Ultimately, she doesn't actually need rescuing. She is quite capable of sorting herself out. But you've also got, I suppose, if, if you go back to the idea and the concept of this fantasy style story, you've got Luke, who would be, the 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 heroic knight, the knight coming to rescue Skywalker.
1: I'm here to rescue
0: you. Um, And he ultimately becomes a Jedi knight.
1: Yeah, eventually. Yeah, in the last in last film of what would be the original films.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. And I guess George Lucas was always looking at that. So i I'm starting to agree with you and with Alex in this that it's a fantasy novel. You even have the wizard.
1: Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi, because he's, he's got a dark cloak, Um, he, he has a, a, a mystical, mystical weapon, he has a long beard as well, which you often do see in a wizard.
0: You do, Gandalf, for instance, that is normal. So yes, you've got everything that you would normally associate with a wizard in, in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, the knowledge, the mystical powers... Yes, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on this. I'm thinking this is definitely a fantasy novel. Fantasy story, sorry. And I, I agree with you. I think that's possibly why this film and this franchise has managed to engage with multiple audiences and different types of people. Because it's not just sci-fi. It's not just fantasy. It's a blending of the two. It's a fantasy story, as you said. It's a fantasy story set... In a in a world sci fi world sci-fi with world.
1: fantasy characters, yeah,
0: and the fact that it's, it's a group of them that work together to defeat the bad guys, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a team.
1: All, yeah, because that's what you often see in a film. Because, um, like you might have one big bad, and then you get like four heroes who work together, um, and they like all combine their strengths to do what they do eventually, which you get in a film, like, I don't know, any film you that's about, like, a group of heroes that defeat, um, a big bad.
0: Lord of the Rings, for yeah, think. Yeah,
1: yeah, because you've got the, um, you've got Sauron in his tower, and then you've got, like, the, um, the, um, like the Bilbo and Sam and the rest of them, who are all then, um, have like special strengths, and that that is quite similar to Star Wars, except from the fact that you don't have hobbits in it. But you don't have you, hobbits. No, no, no. I guess they're sort of turned into Jaws, but yeah.
0: <laughs> Could they be the droids?
1: Yeah, possibly. Yeah, because there's two of them. Yeah,
0: there is, and then they're the weakest of the group in a way, but ultimately they're still important to the mission.
1: Yeah, as they're the ones who then carry the important information. They are. Like the ring. But yeah, so I think think that's how a lot of stories work. And I think that's what I I like about it, because you can't just have one hero who then defeats one bad guy, because it's just... Yeah, if the big bad guy is stronger, then you don't have that and because oftenly in the film you have like a new good guy he's not fully trained in a way usually he's not like or she or she uh, they're not like you like fully trained or read, fully ready with their powers as the bad guy is and they're sort of testing their powers in a way against um the big bad and that and then they like put all their powers together into defeating him or her, the big bad, and you've got that in Star Wars. Because, for example, um, if you took Chewbacca out of the picture um, in the prison cell, you, there's no point in the guards like the two stormtroopers, which are Han Solo and Luke, being there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What was the point in being there? Or Han Solo, you wouldn't have been able to fly the thing. And like the Millennium Falcon because yeah, he needs
0: his co-pilot, doesn't he he's yeah, also his well. engineer
1: and then you've got Luke without him Obi-Wan Kenobi couldn't have done that alone mm-hmm. um,
0: but then Luke couldn't have learned about what he was if it weren't for Obi-Wan Kenobi
1: and then they wouldn't have the plans because Princess Leia would have had them without the droids but then the P- Princess Leia is the person who got the plans in the first place so mm-hmm. it all combines together like a jigsaw It then defeats the big bad
0: yes Who is uh, Darth Vader, and
1: in the end, ends up as the Emperor.
0: Yes, it does end up being the Emperor. The ultimate fight.
1: Yeah, in film seven, isn't
0: it? No, film six,
1: six. six, Yeah, seven's Force Awakens. Yes, the new ones. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I like about Star Wars. They stick to the original ideas of books, but then they add extra things into it. They make it original as well as as it already was in a way they modify it they they sort of push it to its limits in a way
0: mm-hmm.
1: so personally i really like the other films and i think that if this film was remade
0: <clears throat>
1: if it were, if it was remade or back in the past we had cgi and we did the CGI like that, that would be right up there with the rest of them.
0: Oh, right, okay. Like, another thing to put out to the audience here, would modern CGI make Star Wars today a better movie? Or... I,
1: I think that would push it up there with Rogue One and The Force Awakens. I think that would give it a slight edge, maybe over The Force Awakens slightly, because Force Awakens, I didn't understand parts of it, but that's... Like I don't understand who the first guy was that um that guy who then gets taken away that um
0: oh the old man who yeah. killed at the very beginning, yeah yes yes um... you don't
1: you don't know who he is, but yeah
0: yes, M- Maxon Snydo is the actor, I'm trying to think of the name of the character completely escapes me at the moment. Yes, yes, you don't know who he is at the very beginning. He knows who Kylo is, though, doesn't he? Because he makes reference to him, saying he he, he explains how the mask, uh, he's changed, and to which he refers to as... uh, um, does he refer to him as Ben? But he does refer to him as though he knew him in the past, to which he then refers to the character as um, he's grown old. Yeah. But you don't know who he is. Yes,
1: yeah, so I think that's the one thing that would lower the standard of *Force Awakens* slightly. And I think if *A New Hope* had that modern day, as what well, um, like CGI, I think that'd be right up there. Um, maybe above it. Yeah, if they um, if they had that in the past or remade it with the same couches and everything. With the CGI.
0: So if they went back to the original movies and tweaked it with more CGI?
1: Yeah, that sort of thing.
0: I suppose it's not impossible to do, because you could do the space battles, redo them with CGI. Yes. Would it be better? Do you think it would be better? Yeah,
1: because, for example, like when you see at the end, in the end battle of A New Hope... And they're flying over the Death Star. I think that, um, the X Wing they're flying in, and, um, like, the, um, I think they look too similar to each other. Because, personally, if I was a pilot, like, for example, the clones made their spaceships personalize them. They did. And if, I had my own. I'd probably personalise personalize it
0: mm-hmm. slightly,
1: because... It's yours. Yeah. Yeah, it's yours to do things with. Like, and... um
0: I suppose when they yeah. made those original movies, they had a restricted number of spaceships that they used, models of yeah. the spaceships, and they would
1: reuse them.
0: They reused them, they did indeed. They So they took multiple bits of film showing mm. the same models.
1: And put it together. Put
0: it together to make it look like it was different spaceships.
1: Yeah. And then they didn't, and yeah, so if, for example, the um, Y-Wings, if I owned a Y-Wing, the yellow stripes on it, I'd probably paint blue because that's My favourite (laughs) colour.
0: I don't think you can get away with that though. Because the idea is you want you want some type of uniformity to your spaceships to show that they're all part of the same army.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or fleet. Yeah, they're the same spaceship because the enemy uses different types of spaceships. They do. And then um, I would just paint the yellow stripes blue. Or something like that, or like, um, like put them yellow and blue stripes or thing.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. Whilst we're on the idea of colours, what colour lightsaber would you have then?
1: Oh, oh, that really, that really does depend. Because, I mean, oh, um, it's hard. Would you, to you, would you
0: would you have a purple lightsaber like Mace Windy? Is that a funky cool colour? No. Or would you prefer blue, green, yellow, white, like a Tana?
1: Yeah, the white one's pretty cool. But I also like, um... Black. Kylo Ren's one, it, not just because right. it's red, because um... I don't know what it was, but it says it's like an unstable one, and that's why it like crackles around the edges instead of se- staying like something whole. Yeah. And I really like that. So, that sort of idea.
0: You've got, okay, you've also got, if you, if you go down the route of Alternative types of blade. What about
1: the handles? The
0: handles. Are we going for double bladed ones? Are we going to go for? Ooh, we'll get into the entire realm of designer your lightsaber here. Okay, so color. We'll go with color first. What color lightsaber? Any color. You could have an unstable blue one. You could have. You could have a perfect green one. It, it's entirely up to you. What color?
1: If it was possible, I would have um, a white and dark blue lightsaber. If you could have more than one colour, that'd be really cool, I think. So, maybe
0: two lightsabers, then?
1: Or, like... Well, so, Katana been, like, has two. Yes, yeah, so, or like, in one blade, it's more than one colour. You know, so if I did, that'd be pretty cool. Okay. I don't know how you do that, <laughs> but it would
0: look. Okay.
1: I think that, that would be... A, My two, a
0: two, two-tone lightsaber. Yeah,
1: yeah, a two-tone lightsaber.
0: Okay, blue and white, blue and white. Okay, what? Okay, are we now talking? Okay, going back to the blades. Uh, going back to the handles. Candles, sorry, are we? Are we talking about a curved blade like? Um, Can- Kaladuku's?
1: Um,
0: Are we talking straight? Are we talking fairly long handled one that you can hold two handed, or a short handled one that's more like a soaker?s
1: I'd probably go for something like a riot baton because I think they look really cool. So,
0: okay, um,
1: because I mean, not got, very
0: long blades though. They
1: don't have long blades, but it's very easy to defend with because they're very close and very strong against your arm because your hand isn't. It's not going to move as much when it's like that.
0: Okay, so what we're actually... For people listening in here to try and visualise this, we're talking about a right-handle, a right-angle hilt.
1: Yeah, that so goes you, against another part of the hilt.
0: Yeah, so, so you would hold the handle, and you I guess you'd have the activation switch somewhere on, on the handle piece. Yeah. And then you'd you'd have then the emitter for the blade at right angles to... The handle, yeah, and then the blade would come down your forearm like a riot baton for a police officer.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be a really good idea because it's always going to hit that against it. Because if I was to have like a normal lightsaber like Luke's, I think it would go flying out my hand. As if it's like <laughs> that, um, even though I could only hand it, hold it one handed, it would it would hit, but my hand would then because the handle would probably go down there and I'd push against my hand.
0: Mhm, and, and you use your forearm to block. And okay, so you would 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 say then you'd have to get him very close to use it. Though someone with a longer blade, like a Darth Maul, for instance, yeah, yeah, with his um, a, pr- practically a pole arm because he's got two blades. Yeah, A quarter staff almost of lightsaber. I do
1: that because I mean, I'd have two of them, of course, because I mean,
0: okay, if I'm have striking
1: three. with one. Then I'm slightly unguarded if I've only got one. Because mm-hmm. I've only got like a short reach. Someone could say they had two. They could defend with one and then get me with the other. Yeah. So I'd have two just in case. And because of that, even though I would have to get in really close, you'd have to get in quite close anyway, to be honest. Because, um.
0: Lightsabers well, are battles of a better melee. age.
1: Yeah, melee. Um. And. Um, I like the idea of it because, I mean, they're harder to knock out your hand.
0: Yes, because the way you're holding them.
1: Yeah, better for defence. Yeah. And because of that, you've, um like, if you've got two of them, I don't know what it is, but if you were to hold them forward, even though it makes... It feels like your arm is longer in a way because it makes it longer, like a longer. So you way. can turn the handle
0: around in your hand so that they they jump forward.
1: Yes, like a like a spike on the end of your hand in a way. Yes. Yes, yeah, so you spin it around like that, and like say you're like fighting someone, you knock the light, say, out your hand like and at their hands like that, and before they can do anything, you spin it around and go like that straight through them.
0: And you can start Yes, that's nice and. <laughs> quite a brutal way of fighting. Thank you, William. Okay, so that's, there we have it. We have a two-tone blade. We, are we talking both of them two-tone, or could one be white, one be blue? Or both of them two-tone? I
1: was thinking, like, um, it's more the edge of the lightsaber, because you've got the edge of the lightsaber with, like, the colour, yes. and then inside it's just white. I was thinking, like, inside of the blue, you have, like, another white strip. And I think that would look pretty cool, because... I mean, or you could go like um, a chessboard idea, like a checked thing. That'd be, <laughs> it'd be quite random. I, I don't
0: think you can do that with light. Yeah, yeah, that'd be quite
1: funny, though. It'd be yeah. quite funny. Yeah.
0: Okay, I, I think we'll bend that one, isn't it? Two-tone, one that, that changes from white to blue. As well as okay. like a riot
1: handle, yeah.
0: With, with riot handles... Two of them, and that's how you would go into battle. <laughs>
1: yeah, yes, yeah, so that's how I'd go into battle.
0: Right, okay, okay. So that's your lightsaber sorted. So we've we've chosen white and blue blades. Yeah. So does that mean that you are light as opposed to dark?
1: Well, in a way, I won't be either because I don't want to be dark and like evil and really creepy in a way. But then I don't exactly want to be all like really like. Goody goody. I'd, yeah, yeah. That I, I'd, I'd be like in. I'd be like a Han Solo at the beginning of A New Hope. I'd be like him. He's not on either side. He just does it for the money. A great Jedi. Yeah, like a great Jedi, like a is. A is yes. After yeah. she's... Uh, Leaves she, the temple She,
0: she, she chooses order. to leave. Yes.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, first of all, I don't. Like, say I ha- and my parents are there. I I don't want to not be able to do anything about it if they are attacks. That is one thing. Plus, I don't want to sit on the floor meditating half the day when I could be training. Okay. Because I think that's half the reason that the younglings in uh, uh, number three probably get massacred easily.
0: Um, number three, yes. In Revenge of the Sith, yes. Yeah, because... I don't know. They're all they're they were training to use lightsabers from an early age.
1: But then they were also like sitting there on the floor with Yoda meditating.
0: Mm, but that's that's how they gain their uh, Force abilities by communing with the Force and engaging with it and understanding how to manipulate it, how to use it, how to understand. But I
1: don't see the point in doing that if Anakin just goes because he's stronger Force. So one of them might be held up by the rest. He's an well, adult
0: though by then.
1: Yes, but if you know he's what I mean...
0: These are early 20s as opposed to the younglings that he butchers.
1: Yeah, he yeah. so say he's using the Force, he's a lot stronger than them, so there's no point trying to use the Force. So one of them might be held up over there, and then the rest of them could just swarm him while he's doing that. Because he's only got two hands, and one of them's holding a lightsaber.
0: Okay. Yeah, so the younglings could have swarmed him.
1: Yeah. And...
0: Fair the training well, by Yoda there. He should have trained them how to swarm.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you, like, teach them one-on-one on, like, one on one training, in a way. It's like, why don't you just have a whole army of Jedi, in a way? Like, a group of, like, five. Because I think that's one of the reasons that um, um, Anakin's able to, um, like, get away with... Um, but drink half the Jedi in the temple, in a way, because...
0: They're individual fighters, the are yes, not an army.
1: Yes, because otherwise, if one goes, um, like, turns evil, the rest of them can um, are able to beat them.
0: By working together.
1: Yeah, because of that.
0: Okay. That's
1: one thing I would change about the Order.
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Right, okay, we've covered quite a lot of ground here. Right, I'm thinking we're getting close to 40 minutes for this first recording. Yeah. And I'm conscious of the fact that whenever we do the Jedi Council we always aim for an hour and it ends up being an hour and a half or so. And I was hoping that this one or I was thinking this one might be about half an hour and we're already up to 40 minutes. So I'm thinking we're going to now call it a day um, or start to wrap it up just so that we stay within 45 minutes. Right, okay. So, just a, a quick recap. We've discussed A New Hope on yeah. what your views of the movie are. Um, for the fans out there, I'd be intrigued to find out whether you agree with William's suggestion that maybe a, a more CGI-heavy movie, if it was re-released tomorrow, um, following exactly the same story, with the same plot, with the same, the same characters, just... Updating the CGI would be a better movie for it. I would be intrigued to find out whether other people agree with that. You could probably tell by the way I'm saying that that I probably don't agree with that, but everyone has their opinion um, and then we discussed williams what William would have as a lightsaber um, and my shit. And, and oh, we've not covered your shit. We'll, no we can with. do we can do that next time, maybe. Well, what I'd
1: do if I had one, like what well, I'd paint it. Yes,
0: what you paint it. If you had a Y wing, you would paint it blue. Okay, <laughs> so obviously blue is your color because that would also be the color C-Y-wing. of your lightsaber. Y wing. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. So, any last thoughts, William? Keep it brief because the idea is to it's it's a wrap up. Anything you'd like to say? Have you enjoyed it?
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed it.
0: Do you want to do this again?
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, personally, I think I quite like this because I mean, I get a lot of interesting questions, and like, for example, it's cool if I was to go out and say that sort of thing. Everyone would think I'm a nerd, and that would be
0: There's really nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with being <laughs> a nerd. <like.
1: laughs> No, yes,
0: do. I'm. I'm. I'm proud of being a geek. Proud being a geek.
1: <laughs> there's a difference between a nerd and a geek.
0: Yeah, there's nothing. Well, there's nothing wrong with being a nerd, neither, and I think people are, may be too quick to label someone who has a passion for has it, a like. ca- yes, thank you has a passion for what they like, and maybe they shouldn't label people because of that. They should just accept what they like and why they like it. So, thank you for that, William. Appreciate that. Okay. Um, this is Dave um, for uh, the first of this the uh,
1: Padawan podcasts.
0: Padawan podcast. Thank you, William. <laughs> um, we're part of the Jedi Council. Mm. This this is um, Jedi Council member Dave and the Padawan William. Um, follow us on Twitter, um, Jedi Council. Uh, the Jedi Council Um, we're also on Instagram um, um, and we are also on the internet um, www.the-jedi-council.com we've been intrigued to know what your thoughts are of the recording Williams first, please um, let us know whether you enjoyed it I hope you did Um, what comments you would provide Um, what do you think of his views around CGI in movies what do you think of his idea of a lightsaber I'm quite intrigued Um, some type of riot stick yes, very good, thank you very much William, and say goodbye bye (laughs) (laughs) bye
1: (laughs) as I suddenly go down
0: (laughs) may the force be with you all remember, the force will be with you always